It's a rainy week in Las Vegas. It's a Super Bowl week in Las Vegas. And who else do we talk to about Las Vegas? Tony. He'll be joining me shortly on This Ain't Iowa, Volume 2. hear me dude i can hear you okay did you hear any of what i was just saying that whole time nope i had you muted okay uh, cool well i'm glad i heard nothing except for you hard breathing into the microphone <laughs> so i don't know if you played music or not but um that was ridiculous <laughs> you're welcome okay well hopefully everybody else heard something different than what i heard because what i heard was a man about to die. Uh, you're still, by the way, you're still, uh, you're still fighting off uh, that uh, that uh, that COVID hoax. Is that true? Yes, I am. It's perhaps because, well, we're a four G town. We're not a five G town, so I don't know why I've got COVID or what's caused it. Because we all know, I did have the injections back in the day, though. That could be the issue. Maybe mm. the time bomb is a ticking. Maybe I'm not long for this world. Probably nothing to do with COVID, though, in all honesty. The heavy breathing, probably very little to do with COVID. Perhaps more to do with my overall health. I mean, I wouldn't rule it out. Um, you know, that there it is. That's that sounded good. Now you get it out. Uh, I think my favorite part about the uh, the COVID vaccine uh, uh, conspiracy theories is that they uh, that they claim that the COVID vaccine gives you symptoms strikingly similar to COVID. Which is, uh, you know, uh, listen, I don't know. Uh, I, uh, I'm no doctor. I do, I do trust them though, um, and they, they seem to, they seem to think that maybe it's, uh, maybe it's the disease. Um, anyway, we won't, uh, we won't get into that. I, uh, I'm glad you're, you're feeling a little bit better. Uh, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> I normally leave these shows up to you, but I suppose we should start at the beginning. Um... Not much has changed in the show, really. You did a solo show. I think it went well. I think yeah. um, it it was hilarious, uh, lighthearted, which is what the world <laughs> needs. Right. That's how you know that Tony doesn't edit the show. Just get a note. Nice job, bro. Hilarious. I'm like, what? Are you sure? Um, I uh, listen. All right. I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll spend a few minutes uh, talking about uh, the last show. I will say thank you all for kind of just letting me get it out there. It was. It was less of uh, a. You all right? Yep, I'm good. Okay, <laughs> you're just so fidgety. Must be you must have that weird long COVID that they talk about. You got the brain fog. You're fucking with things like we're not recording. <laughs> um, I uh, uh, anyway, it was less about like uh, like putting together a, a show for people to listen to, or even necessarily passing that information along. And it was more so, like I said, I think at one point during my rambling, uh, it was more just for me. It was uh, a little bit of a therapeutic uh, release. I need to, 
you know, be more comfortable uh, talking about this uh, in, in a real way. And because I am broken inside, this is the, my preferred way of talking uh, to people about hard things in a microphone, unilaterally, uncomfortable jokes, and you guys can't comment. So uh, I appreciate everyone who listened. Um, I will talk about some of the feedback I got in a moment, but I, uh, you know, we didn't have the camera on for it, Tony, but I'm sure you could tell. I, uh, I had a weird, it was a weird combo. The reason why I think it was, it was maybe a little bit disjointed was I had things written down. Uh, you might've heard me shuffling some papers around. I certainly did. But then I also, I was just kind of talking off the top. So I had this weird mix where like, I would look at the thing, I'd be like, okay, you know, I want to talk about this. And I'd start talking and then I like, you know, fucking par for the course for me. Now I'm on a tangent. Now I, and then I look down, I'm like, oh, I got to do the bit about turning into my dad. So let me back this up and then fucking crowbar this in here where it doesn't belong. So it was a little bit of a mess, but it was helpful to me. And, uh, and I actually received some very kind words from others saying that it was a little bit helpful to them. We all go through shit. Um, and, uh, and men especially, which of course make up the vast majority <laughs> of our audience. Uh, we don't always like talking about it. So I, um, I was appreciative to hear from, uh, people that were maybe going through some stuff or had recently and, uh, uh, and, you know, felt like they, they related. I, um, I'll, I'll mention just a couple. Uh, the first one was I wanted to mention a, uh, a text exchange I had with, with KGB, who was uh, who was very kind? He, like myself, has uh, has been married and divorced uh, twice. So he, you know, he felt like he uh, related to it. But the the opening line is what I really want to of his text is what I really wanted to comment on because I mentioned um, while I was talking like how I don't believe this to be the curse of TAI. It doesn't fit the criteria for the curse of TAI. And uh, and like the first thing he texted me, he's like. My- might not be the curse of TAI anymore, but the curse of the half marathon lives on. And he's right. I have, I have had two wives uh, politely ask me to leave very shortly after uh, completing the, uh, the half marathon. And I know Spoon had a similar situation with his ex-wife. She had started training for a marathon and then, uh, you know, their marriage ended shortly thereafter. So listen. Uh, I think it's safe to listen to this show now if you're a married person. We're, we're not as big a messes as we used to be, degenerate-wise. But if your wife is out of nowhere, with no prior running desire, starts training for a half marathon, your marriage is in crisis. And you need to take action immediately because that shit's real. Moral of the story, don't let women exercise. That's, that's all I can come to. Don't work on yourself. Don't don't look at self improvement. Don't look at healthy relationships. Let's look at what's real. Yeah. Causation factor: exercise. How do we stop that? <laughs> stop them from exercising. Simple. I like how you just used my trauma to fucking uh, justify you not exercising. Um, I uh, I'll, I will also say uh, you know we have such an interesting community, and one of the things that's both beautiful and a disaster about our community is I, I believe it is made up of very good hearted people, but not necessarily people that want to show a lot of a good heart publicly. I think my favorite was I got a very uh, lovely private message from yo time Joe, um, you know, just saying, Hey man, I listened to, to what you said. I hope you're doing well. Sounds like you're really focused on your kids. Good for you. That's the right thing to do. 
you know, if you need anything, you know, you can always reach out. And then 30 seconds later, he's like, fuck Tycon, Thycon, baby. Let's get Brian to Thailand and in some whores. And I'm like, oh, my God. Um, by the way, th- there were several uh, – <laughs> private and public uh, um, allusions to, uh, to to prostitutes. Um, I think uh, uh, Haitian, the Main Street Haitian mentioned, like, but it sounds like Brian needs Tycon more than ever. I think there might have been some uh, uh, some undertones of uh, strip club and or Perump there. I'm not prepared to have sex with any prostitutes. Thank you all for the offers. Uh, you could probably talk me into a strip club. But yeah. I, uh, well, this is what you got to remember yeah. about Brian. He's like a, a Vegas three, but yeah, this ain't Iowa nine. That's true. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a North Dakota nine, they call me. Um, so, yes, that is that is true. That's always been one of the best parts of Tycon is you get a bunch of raggedy people around. There are, I'm not even kidding, uh, there are pictures of me that every now and then will pop up like on Facebook memories and stuff. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I look amazing. But it's like, I look amazing because I'm fucking surrounded by like uh Phobes when like Phobes was at his fattest and Troy and like some dudes from the Isle of Man. And like, it was and just me. like, the mo- and then here's me in the middle. I'm like, yeah, and you're in there. And I'm like, who's Ryan Gosling in the middle there? Jesus Christ. Uh, so you're not wrong. That is actually a, uh, one of the perks of, of bringing Tycon back. Um, I have to say also my favorite uh, my favorite post on the Discord was by the amazing Rando. And his first line was, since I was mentioned on the show, I guess I should chime in. I mentioned him on the, sh- on the show as having a life that I would never want. <laughs> that was mentioned. And he's like, all right, all right, let me help you out. He's the best. Oh, the best. I, I love our, our fans in that regard. They really um, are unaware of, of what the show's really about at times because... It's, it's terrific. The, the people that, uh, that do chime in are much like you and I. They believe they're the centre of the universe, much like you and I do at different times. Yeah, like you wanted to roll early, but I've got to eat, so we've we've got to delay <laughs> shit. And we all know you think you're the centre of the universe, so it's... It's not surprising yeah. that our fans see themselves that way. It's kind of a healthy what did you way have, to see yourself. What What'd you have for lunch, by the way? Um, the classic chicken nuggets. Hmm. Uh, now, give me. I mean, do do you buy buy them frozen? Do you make yeah. your own? No. Do you buy them? Do, do drive through? What's your What's your? I don't know. I, well, uh, the only place. Well, there are two places we can now get drive through chicken nuggets. Thanks to. Uh, what we call in Australia Burger King. Did you want to take a guess at what franchise that is? I mean, Hungry Jacks yeah. in, in Australia. Yeah, yeah is, Hungry Jacks. Yeah. We, we've discussed the Hungry Jack yeah. Burger King combo before. Yeah. So it's all it's, right. So you got Hungry Jacks. Yeah, that's and good. you got McDonald's. They're the only two options, really. Mm, delicious. So, no, just frozen nuggets. Just a, a lazy day lunch. What do you, uh, what's, uh, what's the dipping sauce? Frank's Red Hot. Ooh, Okay. I was waiting for you to be a basic bitch and tell me ketchup, but all right, Frank's Red Hot. That's solid. I, I respect it. Um, anyway, uh, so that, yeah. by the way, everyone who reached out to me, I just want to say I really appreciate it. Anyone who reached out to me privately, I, I responded to and, uh, and let them know that I, I appreciated it. Um, you know, some were just, hey, if you need to talk, some were just thinking about you, and then others really went in depth and shared, you know, some some deep things from their life. But I do want to tell one quick story. So I get a, uh, 
uh, I get a, a a direct message from from Eric of uh, of the uh, of the dirt bags. Eric, uh, you know, formerly of uh, Jack Johnson's uh, good buddy. Uh, we we met him through Jack, and then he became sort of a a personality in his own right. He sends me a message uh, through Instagram, and he's like, "Hey, you know, I was just listening to to what you to you know to the last episode, you know." hearing you makes me really feel like we have sort of similar stories. You know, I got divorced with, you know, I have a daughter and I got divorced not too long ago. And, uh, you know, just what you're expressing is kind of, you know, similar to what I was feeling. Uh, are you free this week? Do you, you know, you want to grab a drink or something? So I was like, okay. So, you know, I had like a free hour before doing some kid shit. Um, and, uh, you know, he and I live roughly in the same part of town. So we popped over, uh, middle of the afternoon to do some day drinking and, uh, and just kind of catch up. And, uh, and he, for, I mean, he does have, uh, you know, he was very helpful. He actually had, had some interesting things to say, but before I even get to that, I, uh, I, so I park on the side of the bar and I'm walking around the corner to the, uh, uh, to the front where the door is. And I just hear this loud fucking and I'm like, okay. And like, as I'm walking around the corner, this dude is, parking his Harley. And I was like, let me just hang here for a second. He's got a helmet on. So I don't know, but I'm getting dirt bag vibes here. So let me, <laughs> let me just hang here for a second. He takes it off and fucking there he is. Is Eric. And I'm like, Oh, Hey dude, when did you get a Harley? And he's like, about three months after my divorce. <laughs> once, uh, once there wasn't some lady to tell me not to do it, I just fucking did it. And he's like, don't worry, we can go next week if you want. I know a guy. I'm like, well, let's calm down. I don't know that I, uh, I don't know that I'm going full motorcycle yet, but it was perfect. There was I, something so perfect about going to meet a divorced dad who's a little further along in the process than I am. And he rolls in with a Harley. Okay. Now post-divorce, uh, well, not post-divorce, but um, now now that you're free, let me put it that way, yeah, sure. where, how are you – what's your short list of potential activities? You aren't ready for a Harley. Is there anything that you are willing to cut loose and buy, convertible sports car? What's what's the list? You've got to um, at least make a list. In, in your misery, you've got to, like, make some I sort of joy for I'll, yourself. I'll be honest with you. I haven't done it yet, but there, there's a couple, there's a couple things. I don't, I'm going to tell them in, in just a quick second, but let me just wrap up with this Eric story. So anyway, so we go in, we sit down, we do, we do, we kind of chit chat back and forth and he, he really was extremely helpful. He did have a lot of the sort of the similar things that, uh, that I was going through. He had already gone through and he was incredibly helpful. Uh, he, uh, he did uh, make sure to tell me that when I am ready to, uh, to get involved with the apps, to follow, to circle back with him, uh, cause he has, uh, he's had some experience on the apps. He, uh, he said that he could help me out with some red flags, Ooh, uh, good some, to know. Pros, some pros and cons, uh, uh, and, and a little help. So I will be bringing, I, I, I might have to, I might have to bring him on when I do feel like I'm ready to do that. I might have to bring him on. We, we might have to do like a little tutorial on the air for me because it is going to be a disaster. Like I'm, I am really going to have a hard time, uh, for in, in a few different ways. Now, um, will the tutorial just be for you, though? Because you've, you've spoken about how there's a community out there and that you're not alone. I think this could be a valuable resource for a lot of our community. 
Hey, and who knows? Like, uh, I know that uh, that we do have several confirmed bachelors that listen to this, but maybe hearing me go through this and hearing others who have been successful through it, maybe. I mean, do we help? Do we help Rando find a bride? Maybe that's advanced. You know what? That's a little advanced. Yeah. Maybe. I think let's, that's going to involve back some passports. Um, yeah. And a reality show. I could have. I could see Rando on Ninety Day Fiance. I could see Brian uh, on Ninety Day Fiance. Got to be honest. It, I mean, if we're being honest, Tony, I, I, I guess in theory, I'd be free to help you get to the United States. I mean, I'm not going to consummate this for the marriage, but if you need me to marry you on paper, like fucking, I'm so good at marrying and divorcing. So if you need. If you need someone to help you out, get you some papers. I'm I'm here. I'll uh yeah, I'll I'll throw my hat into the ring for you, bro. So, sounds like a plan. I I won't take you up on it right this you, second. You you looked at me like I just feel like I could do better, and that actually hurt my feelings. This was a complete sham, but like I'd really feel judged by you. Hey, if you you've got to be able to sell the sham, and like you're right, I, I could do better than you. How dare you? Fine. But, but there is that ease your, that we've Go got. to your 80-year-old mesquite whore then. I don't care if I'm not good enough for you. No prenup, though. If we if we don't do a prenup, <laughs> I think I could be in. I could take half your rental business or quarter. Yeah, yeah good. As long as I get to pick which quarter you take. Uh, quite <laughs> frankly, you'd be doing me a favor. Um, I... Uh, so anyway, a big thank you to to everyone, to everyone who reached out. It uh, it really did mean a lot, and um, I uh, you know I I look forward to uh, you know to kind of going through this with all of you in in some form or another. Once I'm uh, you know dealing with all the shit that I've been dealing with, yeah. uh, I will say, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I just wanted to say a little bit of um, knowledge. This. Um, Brian is still planning to do a solo show once a month. It won't always yep. be this gigantic in news, and it will be hopefully a little bit more lighthearted. Just, Jesus just. Christ. But if you need to trauma dump once a month, we can do that. But it is going to continue for the solo show for Brian. So I just want to make people yep. aware that it wasn't a one-off. And um, No. Did, just a, a brief aside, because we all know, over the past week, uh, there's been some stuff going down on the internet. Did you also trauma dump on Elmo? No, that wasn't me. Although I did, uh, I'm not, like I said, I'm not super plugged into to socials these days. But uh, yeah, that, that seemed odd. What exactly? Can you can you give us an update for for those of us who maybe didn't hear that whole story? Well, essentially, Elmo asked, "How is everybody going?" And rather than getting the uh, generic response when people are responding to somebody who isn't real, um, either ignoring it or just saying, yeah, I'm fine. People decided to trauma dump on Elmo saying the world is on fire. Elmo, I've lost my job. I'm doing it real tough. Not going to lie, Elmo. Things aren't good here. Um, so people um, decided to use a four-year-old mm-hmm. uh, Muppet to uh, get all their trauma out on on Twitter. Fucking and that Fucking shows, Elmo, man, he's he's a, he's God's gift. He, well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there are less I mean, problematic Muppets out there. <laughs> uh, 
No, I, although, man, could you imagine? Maybe that would be helpful. Can we get Elmo on the show? You think? Um, all right. So I, uh, you asked me a question about is there anything I am looking to do? And I yeah. haven't, like I said, I haven't really thought it that far through yet. You know, still working through a few things. But there are, there are two things that, come, that have come to mind that I, uh, I'm, I'm at least uh, one that I'm definitely going to do and, and one that I've kind of been kicking around ever since, uh, you know, this became a reality for me. The first thing that I'm going to do is um, among the many very kind of disappointing things about this is my wife and I actually had like a we had a really cool anniversary date. We got married on Leap Day. We got married on February 29th, 2020. And the idea behind it was, all right, so whatever, every year you'll just celebrate on the 28th, but then every four years, we're going to have like a really cool anniversary, like, you know, and maybe we'll go somewhere or we'll do something. Um, and obviously we're, you know, not going to make that one. Uh, we're, we're falling short of that goal. Um, but I had been putting some money away uh, every month because I was thinking maybe for this first one, we could go, we could take a trip leave the kids with my mom for a long weekend, go, you know, go somewhere, do something cool. And, uh, and again, you know, didn't make it, but, uh, and, and the responsible thing would have been to just, you know, to just hold on to the money, <laughs> you know, uh, we're going from dual income to single income, probably could use a couple of bucks, uh, you know, just, uh, but I'm like, fuck it. I intended it to be something frivolous for she and I, and that's what I decided I wanted to spend it on. So, uh, we did spend Christmas together all as a family. And I, I did use a chunk of that money to get her a nice gift, a uh, little goodbye, uh, goodbye Christmas gift that I knew she would like. So I spent a, a chunk of the money there. And the rest of the money, I decided that on my anniversary, or as close as I can manage it without, without the children, I am going to treat myself to some nose to, candy, to a little bit. No, now I'm going to try <laughs> meth for the first time. No, I am going to go to, uh, to Joel Robichon, the, the the mansion, not the Latelier mansion, yeah. and I'm getting the 16 course tasting menu um, as a uh, uh, as a passive aggressive anniversary gift to myself for not making it. So uh, so that I will be doing that, and I'll of course be uh, discussing it uh, on the show once it happens. Um, if anyone out there wants to throw a thousand dollars away on a meal, uh, feel free to to hit me up. Uh, I'll be doing it here in the next few weeks. So that's uh, that's one thing that I will be doing. Now, now, do you think there may? Because remember when Phobes did that um, tasting course at Joel Robichon, he always spoke about how there was a homeless guy that was seated near him that ate by himself. Don't that's me. Yeah, that's that's, that's going to be that's, me. That's you, but it, it didn't happen ten years apart, kind of thing. You know, I mean, I'm going to be that story for some, somebody, I mean, listen, I'm going to, I'll wear a sport coat. I mean, I guess some homeless people do have sports coats, but hopefully I'll (laughs) smell a little better. Um, I, uh, I will more than likely be going by myself. So yeah, I will, I will be, somebody else will be telling this story about this big, crazy once in a lifetime dinner they had. And then there was just like one guy quietly like crying into the potatoes (laughs) and they're like, the fuck is going on over at that table? (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'll be doing that. The other thing, and this one's, this one's a little bit of a wild card, but are you familiar with the phenomenon known as Hootie Fest? Oh boy. Darius Rucker. My man. So apparently every year for the last six or seven years, uh, Hootie and the Blowfish get a bunch of their favorite '90s bands together, 
and they uh, they they get a resort in Mexico. And yeah, look it up, bro. They don't have the dates picked out yet, and I'm getting freaked out because I'm I, I got their newsletter. I'm part of their newsletter, and they haven't released dates yet. They better fucking do it this year because I need it. But yeah, they get a resort in Mexico, and it's just every fucking terrible band that I love. It's you know it's it's your 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 gin blossoms and your goo goo dolls and your bare naked ladies and uh, of course Hootie and the Blowfish, and yeah, and they do concerts and then you just hang out, uh, you know, at this resort with like minded individuals. And I am provided again that they do it this year, and I make I can make the dates work. I'm going to fucking Hootie Fest for two reasons. Uh, number one, I uh, you know listen, I've I've made no secret that I'm. Uh, I've really gone deep into the rabbit hole of 90s yes. alternative rock concerts the last two years. So obviously I can knock out a bunch of bands in this one. Number two, do you know how many single age-appropriate plus-size ladies are going to be just fucking running amok? Like, I feel like I could really put up some numbers at Hootie Fest. I feel like I could put up a number. <laughs> You you could get a number. That's what I'm saying. You're in? All right. Me and Tony at Hootie Fest. Separate rooms because I don't want to see it. No, and uh, I don't want to see it or hear it. <laughs> I uh, and I'm not even talking about anything to do with Brian. <laughs> he meant himself. Uh, man, who, Hootie Fest is a real thing. Um, lots yeah, of dude. Things, um Fishing? I mean, I'm not going to do that. I'm not fishing. Jungle tours? Meh, meh, meh. Do, do they have dates? Are there dates up? No, no dates. I was good. Okay, let's get your shit together. I don't like, I think he actually released a new album, and I'm worried that he's going to be a real dick about it and not do it this year because he's got his own solo projects. But the fucking Blowfish need him. They need his help. Well, they look forward to this. This is my question. What? What comprises a solo record and what comprises the Blowfish? Because I always thought it was essentially just like a, a band to back up Darius Rucker. Yeah. He well, he went that whole country route. So I think that he does it's more of a, a more of a rock vibe when he's with the Blowfish and then he's got he gets all twangy when he's by himself. I think it's a stretch to call Hootie and the Blowfish having a rock vibe. Are they right. more like a vibe. folk act? Folk band? I, I mean, I don't know that I'd go that far. But uh, the point is, if I can work it out, I'm going. And uh, and uh, if anyone else is interesting, we can do Summer Tycon in Mexico at the Hootie <laughs> Fest. Um, so that, that's it for now. That's all I've got uh, on tap for the moment. But I'm sure once, you know, there, there's stages to the sort this sort of thing right uh you know and, and right now i'm still kind of uh, busted up about it and i'm still kind of sad and down but at some point i'm going to like migrate into self-destructive and then i think that actually could be a lot of fun for everybody to to watch me go through it and then i'm gonna have to reel it back in again and get my fucking life together so it's a cycle yeah on, on the plus side it's generally how long was the first time how long was this and i were the first time Around about 10 years. Uh, it was, yeah, what we'd started in 06 and wrapped it up in 14. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So, yeah, it's an eight year spiral, let's be honest. Your downward spiral is not something that happens quick. Every eight years, I, yeah, every eight years I'm a mess. Of course, boy, when that ends, it, 
I'm going to be in my fifties at some point. You got to just, you got to get your life in order. Uh, <laughs> it'll be time for me to stop because I won't understand the technology of the day, which I mean, you could make the argument. I don't have a real great grasp of it currently. Um, anyway, so that's it. That's uh, that, that's what I'll say about that. Um, you know, uh, like I said, a, a big thank you to everybody. I'm, I'm more comfortable talking about it. I'm, I'm still not going to make it uh, the topic of every show or anything like that, but I, uh, I appreciate everybody listening and uh and and sharing their two cents i uh um i wanted to oh you know what i wanted to ask you have you seen the television program ncis sydney i have not because that's on the streaming platform paramount plus i uh well listen this is another problem when we're when we're going to start getting into the the weeds of me um, you know, trying to, to, to meet somebody new. Like I, I have, a even for someone who's age appropriate, I have a lot of weird old man, red flags. And one of them is I still fucking pay for regular TV. Uh, I, uh, I got a fucking satellite dish on my, I got direct TV. I might be the only people keeping them in business. Nope. Um, I, I tell you who's keeping it in business and that's, uh, our little podcast universe. Cause I, I think, um, my other co-host might also have, um, a a dish. It's people that like the Food Network and the Cooking Channel. That's what's keeping people in business. I don't think Griff has. Uh, I don't think he's got Directv, but I do think that he. And I don't know this for sure, uh, but I think that he has. He has customized his streaming services to include like things where he can watch soccer and he can yep. watch cooking shows. And I think that that's kind of what people do these days. They find out whatever their favorite show is, and then they just get those streaming services. Not me, baby. I'm old school. I fucking I I I, I set a DVR most days. I have uh, I yeah. I got a whole thing going on, and I don't think that women are going to think that's hot. I also think I'm going to have to uh, get a um, get a an iPhone because I feel like if yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I think people are, are pretty brand agnostic these days with uh, the platforms. 30 pounds. Um, okay. Um, but anyway, regardless, the reason I asked if you had seen NCIS and I have, uh, I, I'm not, I don't, I'm not part of the NCIS fucking cinematic universe. I don't know what it stands for. I've never seen any of the other ones. I know that they're in like 30 cities now. But I did see two episodes of this Sydney. It's the only two NCISs I've ever seen. How do you see two? Like the, you, you, the first two. I watched. I, I watched the first two. There was something. Uh, I, I don't know feature. if I was just. Oop. Hold on, people. We've had a technical glitch. We'll be right back after this short break that you won't even realize. See, I think I think I took a weed gummy, and then it, I don't know if you have this experience. Uh, in my head, I'm always like, I'm going to pop a gummy and then I'm going to like just find like a dumb movie or something on Netflix and then I'm going to – and it's going to be hilarious. That's always my plan. But what ends up happening is I just scroll through Netflix for two and a half hours ne- watching previews that pop up, never actually selecting anything and then going to sleep. That's that's how the whole process usually works for me. But I did uh, – it was a weekend and I think they were, you know, they were trying to boost the ratings. So they had like the first two episodes up and I did, I watched back to back NCIS Sydney's and 
I don't know if it continues this way, but a big part of the first two episodes was just trying to teach the American audience <laughs> to understand how Australians talk, what the slang is, what words mean. They're really trying to set the groundwork for like, this is going to be the whole series is going to be people talking like this. So you guys should probably, you know, get a, get, get some working knowledge. Now, how basic did they go? Like you've got a fairly extensive knowledge. You have to deal with my nonsense all the time. Was it a, yeah. a, a, a real primer for those that don't even know how we use G'day or did it use like slang it, that we don't really use that we just use for tourists like um, dry as a dead dingo's donger? Yeah, there was some of that for sure. Uh, there's also like a whole rhyming thing, like uh, words that rhyme, and then you use that for I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, I don't that's know. That's not guys a real doing. thing. This is a thing that I pisses hope... me off. We oh, don't really please. do that because, like, we shorten things. Like we we go to the servo, which is what you guys would call a gas station, but we call it a server station. We do shorten words. Um, okay. Arvo, afternoon. We do tend to do that, but we don't do the rhyming thing. That's more a Cockney British thing. I didn't even know what the fuck they were talking about. Uh, I mean, you and I have uh, been speaking together for the better part of, you know, 15 years. I never heard you do weird shit like that. I mean, just your regular, like the way you talk yeah. normal is, yeah, but nothing nothing quite in that vein. So, uh, but yeah, it, it was just a lot of that. There was really just a lot. And I'm like, if this is going to be an entire series teaching everybody how to understand Australians, like, I'm not watching this. I already fucking, yeah. I deal with, I've been dealing with that since 06. Yeah, you have. And yet, but there are going to be things that trip you up unless they, they go the American version. Like if there's a car accident and somebody um, runs into the bonnet, like you probably don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't. That's the hood. We would call the hood the bonnet no, in Australia. That's stupid. And then you've got basic things like standard metals, aluminium rather than aluminium. Like I think yeah, most well, people the, can put that together, but. Yeah. I could figure that out. You guys are wrong about that. You added a letter that didn't exist, so that's that one's on you. Um, do you think a younger generation will have an advantage growing up on Bluey? Yes, or uh, or bananas and pajamas. Absolutely, you, uh, uh, your stamp is all over the children of uh, of America, motherfuckers. I just didn't realize it until right now. You were indoctrinating. This is what they're talking about. This yep. is what they're talking about. You're recruiting our children. You're grooming our children to be fucking Australia lovers. Um, if I just fucking if I just blew the lid off this, I'm gonna feel so good about myself. Um, all right, listen, I uh, I wanted to do a little bit of Super Bowl uh, chatter with you, and I'm gonna have you pick some props. But before we get into it, normally we have like somebody come on and we do like a full Super Bowl breakdown. Uh, not interested. Not interested in it. <laughs> it gets into the weeds since the very first time we ever did it. Yes. It just goes into the weeds. Actually, the first time we ever did it, I think uh, I just talked about whores because we went to the brothel that that night. But um, Yeah, but I think you had a co-host that really wanted to talk football at the time. and uh, He so, did. And, by the way, a sponsor that really wanted us to talk football we were, as well. We weren't that sponsored was, at that point. That was the second show. Oh, you're right. That was a second. You're you're correct. That was the second one that we did at the Don Best Studio, and they're like, "Why is he singing a song about prostitutes? We're trying to sell our sports information for the fucking Super Bowl." Uh, yeah, well, 
That's why you can't take me places. Um, uh, is that uh, before we get into it? Anything? Uh, did you have any topics you wanted to bring to the table today? Because I want to wrap up with the, these props and then call it. No, I, I I don't think there's much that I need to talk about. I I know we wanted to wrap up from last week, but I'm also interested in the prop market for the Super Bowl. Um, less so in the game itself. I've since I've stopped playing a lot of Madden, I've really become somewhat bored of the sport itself. But always interested in the prop lines and how crazy they get. Well, I'm I'm going to you got you got to do it. You got to pick you got to pick a side in the total. Right now, we got uh, we'll we'll make this part quick. San Francisco is cur- is a two point favorite uh, uh, against the Chiefs. Who you like? Uh, I'm going to go with the Chefs. I think I think the Taylor factor okay. will get them across the line. It's real. We'll see. I mean, this is one of those weird things. Uh, the sportsbooks actually lost a pretty good chunk of money last week because both uh, underdogs covered, and both underdogs, I think, were the teams that everybody kind of wanted to see. Um, and uh, but I, I really, this feels a little trappy to me. Uh, you know, everybody. I mean, listen, the Chiefs have been the team of of this short decade thus far. Um, they have all the experience, a bunch of talent. San Francisco's got some fucking kid who was, uh, you know, uh, I was going to say stocking grocery shelves, but I actually think that was the real story of Kurt Warner. That uh, was the story of Kurt yeah, yeah. Warner. <laughs> some, some, some kid who was the very last pick of the draft, and uh, nobody loves him, and he just keeps fucking finding a way to win, and they're a two-point favorite. So that that's making me feel like, uh, San Francisco might run away with this one, but I don't know. I'm going to put you down for the Chiefs. We got an over under of 48. It's always tough in a Super Bowl. I feel like that's 24 apiece. That's a that's a touchdown a quarter for each team. Yeah, I I like the over just. It's going to be it's going to be an ass squeaker. Okay, I'm going to go opposite with you again. If if I feel like if you are going to go with San Francisco, you you are probably going to go with the under, hoping that defense really just shuts uh, um, uh, Kansas City down. So uh, I see where I think Kansas City in the over is a good bet, or San Francisco in the under is a good <laughs> bet. I, I I don't see it necessarily being any other combination of those things. All right. Uh, Obviously, coin toss, that is historically a TAI bet. We bet the coin toss every year. So I'm going to give you a three-pack of coin toss-related props to pick. Ready? Yes. Obviously, you know, heads or tails? Uh, This year, it's going to be heads. Heads? Okay. I'm always on tails. Everybody knows that about me. Which team is going to win the toss? Uh, Ooh, good question. San Francisco. San Francisco wins a toss and is the team that calls going to be right or wrong? So whoever calls heads or tails, are they going to be correct or incorrect? They are going to be correct. I think it's San Francisco with the call. I think San Francisco does call. Yeah. So you're, yeah, you're probably right. Okay. All right. Uh, I've got you locked in for all of those. Uh, Let's. Uh, I'm just going to pick some random. I, of course, have my my trusty packet that I pick up from the South Point every year. It's uh, 16 pages of absolute bullshit. Uh, and I don't have a wife to tell me that it's bullshit, so I can look at it all you can go I ham want. on it. I really can. Uh, all right. Um, 
will the last score of the game, uh, what will the last score of the game be? Not including a, a point after a two-point conversion. Is it going to be a touchdown or any other score? Field goal, safety. Any other score. I like that too. I, I think you're on the right path. Oh, here's one I always like. Will the last play of the game be a QB rush, which essentially means kneel down? Will the last play Ooh. be a kneel down? So so you're basically saying, is the team that's winning going to have the ball in the final seconds? Because if they're losing, you know it ain't going to be a kneel down. Yeah. I I feel like it's it's very rare that the other team have the ball and are trying to actually move the ball. Because, yeah, I think it is going to be a, a QB rush. I think it's going to be a kneel down. Kneel down. All right, that is the favorite. That's a minus 175. Uh, total interceptions in the game, over or under one and a half? Way over. I, I feel like... I kind of like... I, feel I like, like the over two, and that one's plus money. So I, I, I might actually bet that one for real. But again, it's going back to that earlier thing that you were talking about. If you're going to pick Kansas City, um, you're going to need them to be winning and therefore a lot of interceptions because San Francisco are going to try and chase and they're going to move away from the, their fundamentals. They're going to start throwing the ball more. They're going to have to air it out, which will lead to more interceptions. Oh, listen, you convinced me. Uh, total punts in the game, over or under eight and a half? Under. It tends to go yeah. under in the Super Bowl. and uh, that's a, That seems like a lot. Eight and a half seems like a lot of punts. That's That's... Two plus an extra one a quarter, if you know what I mean. So that's a lot, especially considering uh, I've gone for the over. Yeah, of, of interceptions. I agree. Uh, all right. The, uh, the distance of the last field goal made in the game. Not including points after? Like Nope, no PAT. Uh, will the yardage be over or under 37 and a half, the last made field goal? I feel like it's normally the one to put the game away. So I'm going to say it's under 37 I like the and under. a half. I like that too. I like that one too. Um, will the Chiefs score a touch? Will the Chiefs score a touchdown in the third quarter? Yes. Total first downs in the game by the 49ers over under 21 and a half. Now, this is where you have a bit more knowledge. Ooh, I'm going to say under. Okay, I'm going uh, to agree with you on that one uh, as well. Uh, total pass attempts in the game by Patrick Mahomes over or under 36 and a half attempts. Don't have to be completions, just attempts. Oh, but he's so good with his feet. Can move those, can move the sticks with his feet as well. I'm going to say over though. Over, okay. Uh, the, uh, the distance of the first touchdown pass by Brock Purdy. Over, under, nine and a half. Over, but, oh, is that the distance of the pass or the distance to the goal? The total, that's the total okay, uh, yardage so of the, of the, of the of whole the play. play. 
Okay, so I'm going to go over. I think it's going to be a, a, a short um, route, but there's going to be a long run after. Okay. All right. Got, you're getting a little cocky. That was pretty specific. Uh, let me see if there's any other good ones Well, here. if you're going to put a prop bet down, you've got to have a picture in your mind. And it's fine to be 100% wrong, but you can't just, like, wing this shit. You've got to have a picture in your mind of what the play's going to be if you're going to bet on a specific play. I uh, Okay, listen, a, a man's got to have a system. Everybody says that. Uh, I, uh, I Now, on U.S. soil, I, I believe it is against the law to take action on um, anything other than the game itself. So we don't have some of the wackier prop bets about, uh, you know, the um, national anthem. I'm certain that there are several Taylor Swift-related prop bets available uh, offshore. Uh, so, you know, I, I will leave that to the – sorry for your luck, guys. I'm sure that that, uh, that, their, that their pool will be out by the time this show comes out. Um, but I will give you a Travis Kelsey one. Okay. Total receptions in the game by Travis Kelsey over under six and a half. Tight ends uh, don't do the feature in the Super Bowl. I'm going to go under. I think it's under as well. I do think he probably will catch a touchdown, but I don't know that he's going to have more than six actual completions. We'll see. Now, um, we do, yeah. do our odds differently in Australia. I'm going to run you through yeah. some. Um, yeah, give me Kelsey. Give me those, those were Kelsey Swift bets. There's a whole. By whole, all means, go. There are 15 different lines. <coughs> and the COVID knows that I'm, this is nonsense, but we're going to go through it. Uh, Travis Sorry, Kelsey MVP speech special. So that means he's got to win the MVP and he thinks. Mm. Um, Taylor Swift. There is no other side to it, but if you do bet it, it's twenty six to one. Is that twenty six to one? He has to. He has to. I mean, I actually think it should probably be more than that. I don't think he's going to win the MVP. Uh, so they have to. I mean, you got to figure they have to win the game because you know, yep. obviously, the, you know, it's very rare that a losing team has the MVP. So they got to win the game. He has to be named the MVP, and then in the speech he has to thank Taylor yes. Swift. If he wins, I think he tank, he thanks Taylor Swift. I think he has to. Uh, but I just think the rest of that is a little bit of a long shot. I actually think it should be longer odds maybe than 26 to 1, but you know they're not in the business of losing money. Okay. Will Travis Kelsey propose to Taylor Swift? Um, mm. These are in dollar amounts, so basically 10 to 1, or I don't know what the reverse odds, but – if you were to put on a dollar, you get a dollar seven back. So the overwhelming favorite is he will not. Uh, will tr- yes, correct. The overwhelming yeah, yeah. favorite is no. No, I don't. I mean, I don't think he can. I don't think he can do that. I mean, here's here's just a question. Just what do you think? So obviously, you know, this is the biggest fucking story in in sports, which is what makes a lot of people upset. I happen to love it, but it does make a lot of people upset. Uh, do you think that he is being made fun of relentlessly by his teammates? Or do you think that they're, you know, actually more like, dude, this is so fucking awesome. Like, It's going to be, dude, uh, this is so fucking awesome because this isn't just like some regular hot chip, hot chick. Like I know Spoon's not into her, 
And it's not even about attraction to Taylor Swift. It's her yeah. status in the world as like um, there's no bigger person. Absolutely. Like Trump isn't absolutely. as big as Swift. Like not at in the, the world. moment. No. Even when he's president, he's not as big as she is in the world. In America, maybe, but worldwide, she outstrips everybody at the moment. So, um, okay, um, interesting one here. Number of times Taylor Swift will be shown during the Super Bowl. Uh, the over-under line is seven and a half. Assuming she's there, Yep. I heard it from a very reliable source, and that's Griff's wife, Kelly, yep. that apparently she was already scheduled to have a concert. Now, at this point, she's got to be there. Like, yeah. she, whatever, she's the most famous person on the planet. If she postpones her concert by a few days, guess what? She still sells out and makes a billion dollars wherever oh, she's supposed she, to be. So. She, she can... She'll, she's got a private jet. She'll fly back private. No no dramas at all. She'll get there. Time zones and everything. I've seen her on yeah. TikTok. She's fine. Yeah, she'll be fine. Uh, this was this was actually one of the funnier things my son mentioned because, you know, my daughters are completely obsessed with Taylor Swift. They talk about her all the time. And my son's like, you know that she's one of the biggest polluters uh, of, like, <laughs> right now? Like, she flies private, like, every single day. And I'm like, okay, Fair. However, what do you want her to get on a fucking Delta flight? She's fucking Taylor Swift. Yes. People would lose their fucking mind. And like, then she's got to get for security the most, or she's got to yeah. buy every ticket on that plane and then she might as well fly private. Fucking yeah, go fly Bezos private. Exactly. Fly fucking private. private. And he has Amazon for fuck's sake. Yeah. It, that's, that's a ridiculous that's a ridiculous thing. Um, so anyway. Uh, okay. Well, He's a good oh, yeah. one. So over under seven. I mean, yeah. I mean, if she's there, it's the fucking Super Bowl. A million percent, it's over. Uh, it is the favorite. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, they. I watched the Grammys the other night. They showed Taylor Swift like eleven times at the Grammys. She only won one. Yep. But they showed her fifty fucking times every performance. They're like, "What does Taylor think of fucking Doja Cat?" Like it's ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, if she's there, they absolutely show it. And I say, do it so many more. Like do it a million times. Let every fucking crazy person lose their mind, and uh, and and let you know people that don't necessarily you know that have to endure the Super Bowl every year because they don't necessarily like football. Let them enjoy it more than just the halftime show and the commercials. Let them watch for Taylor. Okay, this 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 is a hell of a line. So I'm going to have to walk you through this. So, people, I apologise. I'm not good at reading aloud, but this is a complicated line. Uh, first person shown next to Taylor Swift after the Super Bowl kickoff. Um, settled upon people seated slash standing directly next to Taylor Swift. The first person either side. When the camera first shows her during the broadcast, after the match commences. Uh, okay, so during the game, yep. who's going to be... I mean, that's weird because she's usually in a box with 8,000 people. Yep. Can I talk you through a few names? Yeah, let's do it. Donna Kelsey. Brittany that's Mahomes. That's the mom, right? Yep. Okay, yeah. Brittany Mahomes. Okay, what, what, now, now Brittany, what's the number on Brittany and Mahomes? Because I uh, guess three they to, become... Three to one, three dollars. Okay, so she's got to be one of the favorites then. Donna, yeah, I'm going <laughs> through in favorite order. So Donna Kelsey oh, okay. is number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brittany Mahomes, number two. Austin Swift, don't know who that is. 
Jason Kelsey. Now that would be a fucking. <laughs> Everybody wants that. Yeah. That, yeah. Cara yeah, Delevingne. You know I do love, by the way, that uh, everybody who hated seeing them cutting to Taylor Swift loved them cutting to Jason Kelsey. Yep. And it's really like if if that's where you stand, then maybe you, I think maybe you need to take a look at how you feel about things. But I, I liked both, quite frankly. I thought they were both fantastic. Uh, but anyway, uh, all right, Carrie Delevingne, all right. Um, I'm just going to skip a couple because I, I don't know why they're in here. Maybe they hang out in the box all the time. Selena Gomez. Sure. Blake Lively. Oh, my goodness. Sophie Turner. This could get intense. Ryan Reynolds. Sure. And, I, I, uh, they were together once. And a um, now newly single guy. Maybe you could uh, ask him for some dating advice. Uh, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Yep, yep. Hugh Jackman. Fellow Oz. What's what's his what's his number? What's uh, uh, seventeen to one? So, okay. All right, boy. That now it. That's actually really. In, what's the longest shot on the board? Uh, that'd be Hugh Jackman or that's Sean Hugh. Levy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, I, I would I would say I, I like Brittany Mahomes. I do not think it's going to be Travis Kelsey's mom. I, I don't think she wants to be part I, because, you know, Taylor's uh, uh, Taylor's box. <laughs> <laughs> it's become uh, it's become a real like party in there. It's it's just a big, hot, wet, b- crowded box. Uh and it's uh, – I don't think that she's – that his mom's looking for that. Like, she's in it for the game. She's in there to support her kid. I don't think she wants to be part of the fucking circus. So yep. I don't think it's going to be Donna Kelsey. But I do like – I do like the the Brittany Mahomes angle. I'm going to go Brittany Mahomes. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go full fucking chaos, chaotic evil, <laughs> Jason Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Jason Kelsey shirtless. That's what, uh, that yep. would be amazing. That would okay. Be amazing. Who will mention Taylor Swift first? Tony Romo or Jim Nance? Oh. There is a favorite. I mean, who, whoever, I mean, I'm going to go with Jim Nance only because he's the play-by-play guy. Yep. And I think they're going to mention her fucking immediately. Like, immediately. So, uh, yeah, so it's going to be, it's going to be Jim Nance. Um, that one we won't do because that re- regards regards the Australian broadcast, so you can't really bet on that one. Um, will Usher perform a Taylor Swift song during the halftime show? <laughs> uh, no, and I think that I mean I think that he's actually probably a little bit mad about this because yep. ever since this, like all the world wants is Taylor Swift to do the halftime show. No one gives a fuck about Usher. Uh, it's uh, it's. I think that he really he really got a little bit of thunder. This is a huge deal, you know, a huge honor for him, and he really got the thunder stolen by Taylor Swift. Yep. Um, now we do. This is a huge one. I'm not going to go through the whole list, but there is. Um, a, a line for Swift Songs commentary booth bingo. So that's how many times the uh, commentators are going to work oh, in a lyric. Okay. I like that. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. What's the number on it? Well, it breaks down to individual songs. 
Um, oh, for fuck's sake. Well, because... Oh, because it's bingo. It's a bingo card. Yeah. Okay, I got it. Yeah, so um, there are a whole heap here. Like some of the favourites, of course, are Shake It Off. All right, easy. After of a course. sack. Um, yeah. Bad Blood. That's probably going to be mm-hmm. worked in anyway. Those two are good, yeah. Um, but then we get into um, anything over the normal line. Cruel Summer, that's going to be hard to work into yeah, I'm, a line. Yeah, I don't like that one. Um, you Need to Calm Down is not... Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, anything else that looks good value. Um, the Last Great American Dynasty is... An outside shot, obscure Taylor song. Well, I've never heard Ooh, of it. And it's okay. six dollars. Six to one. Okay. Mm. Okay. Chiefs have a little bit of a dynasty going. It's not out of the question. Yeah. I I, I like that one. Um now here's a ridiculous line and it's way too short because it's seven to one. Uh will Andy Reid Mention Taylor Swift in his podium interview slash speech. <laughs> oh man, you know what's funny? So you know you got to figure no. Like he's a he's a football guy, and uh, uh, you know you got to figure he's just going to give it up to his team and, yeah. and stuff like that. But at the same time, like, listen, if he wins his fucking fourth Super Bowl, third, whatever it is, maybe more than that at this point, because who's with the Eagle? If he wins his fourth Super Bowl. And he's feeling great, and he's in a good mood. Does he just kind of let loose and throw throw like a like a Taylor line? Maybe I feel like Noah's probably the favorite here, but I could see it. Okay, a couple of non-Taylor things uh, that I think okay. we need to cover that you haven't covered. Number of songs sure. performed at the halftime show. The over under number is eight and a half. Hmm. I like the over. I like the over for Usher on that one. Really? You think he I do. can cram a few in? I do. Uh, I think he's gonna he's gonna do like a like a that that medley bullshit that they do. Well, are there going to be a whole bunch of stars then um, during um, this? Because there's there are always guest stars these days in a modern line, but we've got a whole bunch of people. Um, I can list off a couple if you want. But maybe maybe pick out a couple of people that you think could guest star in the halftime show, and I'll tell you if they're on the on the cards. Well, I have heard Justin Timberlake rumors. Is he on? Is he on the uh, wrong Justin? That was Justin Bieber, not on the list from Sportsbet. Interesting. Oh, that's interesting. Who is on the list? Justin I, Bieber I, is on the list. Bieber. Yeah, I know that they that they're close. It's possible, but I I, I don't see it. But little John. Is a dollar and two cents, so overwhelming okay. favorite. Yeah, uh, he's going to be there. Yeah, Ludicrous is a dollar seven. Hmm. All right. Alicia Keys is a dollar fourteen. That'd be nice. Um, Post Malone, dollar twenty. And Justin Bieber is a dollar forty-five. And then you blow out to Pitbull and Will I Am and Taylor yeah, no, Swift I, at six dollars. David no, Guetta. I, uh, I think I, I think that there's a real good chance for Little John. Uh, I, I, I like I like Little John. Now, the number of outfit changes during the halftime show, the over under number is one and a half. 
Female star, you're always going over, but oh, with yeah, a male but by star, a mile, if it's a female, yeah, you go over. But hmm, man, is he going to change his outfit? Uh, I mean, no, come on, stop it. I don't think so. What's 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 the favorite there? Um, just uh, it's almost even money, but under one and a half is the favorite for the for the changes. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Now, just a couple more before we go. Mm-hmm. A couple of ridiculous lines. Uh, will Usher be wearing sunglasses during his first song? <laughs> oh. oh! I mean, you got to figure, does he come out, like, in full Usher with the sunglasses? I'm going to say no, though. I'm going to say no. Oh, taking the underdog. That line yeah. is huge in favour of the yes. $1.37 okay. favourite for the yes. 285 okay, for the no. Plus 285. I'm going to make a fortune on that sunglass one. Now, this seems like a bad idea, but I could see Usher doing this. Will Usher debut a new song during the Super Bowl halftime show? At, nobody's looking for that. You don't You don't come to the Super Bowl halftime show I agree. and be like, I just want to bust out a little bit of new material for everybody. Like, that's nonsense. But will Usher do it? No, I say no. Okay, good to know. You again taking the underdog. People think Usher has a big enough ego to debut mm. a new song. At least in Australia, that's what people are thinking. Interesting. Um, yeah. So I don't think we need to do any All other right. serious Super Bowl stuff. Um, all right. Listen, we'll uh, uh, we will see where uh, where we land on all these props. I hope. Yep. I, I do have a number for the over underline on the national anthem length. Yeah. 89 and a half seconds is the over. Wait, who's singing? Under- do we, I, I don't know who's singing it. Um, Reva McIntyre. Oh, that's a tough line. That's a really tough line because she loves to belt, but she could also she play does. it straight. But, you know, I, I feel like, you know, that sort of the country artists, I feel like they uh, they really, they've, they've got a real attachment to that fucking national anthem. And so while I do think that she might do a little bit of, you know, take some liberties... I think she's going to play it pretty straight. I don't think you're going to get a lot of weird runs and drawn-out notes. I, I, I'm going to go under. Okay. I, I like the under there. Um, just a couple of – I get sucked into these lines. Uh, the colour of the Gatorade or sports drink, as it's uh, mentioned on mm-hmm. the sports book website. What do you like? I mean, I got to go uh, – Got all the classics. Orange, purple. Yellow slash green, red slash pink, blue, or clear. I do. Th- I I was on the bandwagon where like maybe a team might try to like coordinate their team color, which both of these teams are really? red. But I do think that they're trying to phase out the red Gatorade because it can be construed as blood on a jersey. Yep. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna go clear. I'm gonna go clear. The the overwhelming underdog. Yeah. I, that's Eight one of these days. It's going to be fucking clear, and uh, and I'm going to and I'm going to be uh, a big winner. Um, all right, those are good. And listen, I hope somebody was keeping track of all these. I was not, uh, but I'm sure a listener out there will be doing that for us, and uh, and uh, we can discuss uh, how things go next week. Now, 
I'm not 100% sure about what next week's going to be. I am desperately trying to get Brant Tobler back on the show. Number one, because I have a lot of comedy stuff I've been wanting to talk about. But two, I know he was going to attempt to his, of all the sporting events he's ever snuck into, he has never snuck into a Super Bowl. Wow. And this was going to be the year that he attempts to sneak in to the Super Bowl. I have reached out to him, haven't been able to connect with him just yet. Uh, so we will Probably see. Probably gone deep undercover at this point. Yeah, I mean, he can't be fucking around. Because the Super There's Bowl t- would be his Super Bowl of sneaking into events when you think about it. It's, thank you. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> um, so we will see if I can't get Brant, then we'll, uh, I don't know, we'll figure something else out or we just won't do a show. So really the whole spectrum of possibilities is available to us. Uh, I will say uh, thank you again for listening. Uh, hit us up on the Discord if you like. Uh, and uh, and again, a very personal thank you to everyone who reached out to me and uh, and gave words of support and encouragement. They really did mean a lot during a, 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 a you know a kind of a dicey time in my life. Um, but uh, but onwards to more uh, more just train wreck. Uh, I think we all see that on the horizon for for me. Uh, all right, I think that's it, uh, Tony. Parting words. Uh, who will the Super Bowl MVP mention first in his speech? God, faith, I'm, religion is the overwhelming favorite, and then if it's Mahomes, Mahomes is he, he's really into JC. So I got to figure that if it's Mahomes, it's going to be God first. Um, teammates is number two. Uh, the opposing yeah. team and organization is third favorite. That seems terrible. <laughs> oh, um, shit, no one's going to do that. Uh, the city and the fans at eleven dollars. I like. I, I Ooh, like that, that is good. That's a good one. Yep. And that's forget Taylor one. Swift right. at twenty-one to one. That's that's Never ridiculous. Happened. Not first. <laughs> Stop it. We've uh, run all long. right. That's it. Goodbye. Yeah, that's it, everybody. We'll talk to you. Bye.